Welcome to Inga and the Planet. If you're interested in reducing your waste, staying up to date on sustainability news, or just wanting to hear my random jokes, you're in the right place. Thank you for joining me on this journey. What's up, family? Welcome back. Oh, wow. It's been a while. I think my last podcast was last year, which we are already in April. Happy April 2nd. That's when I'm recording it anyway. April Fool's was yesterday. I didn't think I could, it could be in me to record on April Fool's Day, which (laughs) acknowledging what's going on right now, I don't think we even had an April Fool's Day because every day feels like an April Fool's Day joke. <laughs> There's some dark humor for you, but how are you? How the hell are you? I know that it's been quite a year. I've seen some people say that they want to cancel 2020, and I am fully with those people because it's been insane. But here we are, and we are doing our best, and we are doing what we can to keep on going. To give you a little bit of a summary, I was absent for a while. Um, I was lucky enough to spend a lot of quality time with my family over the holiday break. Um, Was going to make, what are those things called? Uh, A vision board. I didn't quite make it. I did get this super cool calendar um, that has a vision board in it and I did contribute to that. Long story short, I'm still contributing to the calendar. I'm so happy I am, but the vision board is lacking a little bit. So we'll get to that at some point. But that's kind of what I was envisioning to begin my year with. Didn't get there. It's fine. Now, January was fine. Nothing was going on that was insane or out of ordinary. You know, February started off a little bit grim. You know, people started talking a little bit about, you know, COVID-19 and corona i think at that time still and you know people were like well you know it's not really affecting us i started being a little bit concerned because i do live in new york uh i used to ride the train every day and i used to live in brooklyn so i lived even further than i do now from you know work so it was quite a thing for me i was a little bit scared i would see people sneezing and i was like oh god please don't don't sneeze on me but I was like, you know what? Everything is fine. I was very positive. I'm still pretty positive, but I was very positive about everything. And, you know, started apartment shopping because my lease was finally up. Couldn't be more excited about that. Um, Ended up finding my apartment while thrift shopping, which is very ironic, of course. And that went well. Um, Got this apartment. Love it. And that's what I'm going to primarily discuss today is my move. But... The timeline is I wanted to move into my apartment on March 14th because that kind of aligned a little bit better with the budgeting and everything else going on like that. But, you know, they said March 7th and I was like, you know what, probably should do it. Ended up moving right after I moved in, found out that, you know, everyone was basically working from home that I knew of. Um, And that's it. I've been quarantined for 24 days today. I believe it's been a little bit crazy. However, I am feeling my privilege. I quite well understand that I do come from a place of so much gratitude because I am able to do that. And shout out to everybody out there 
that's still working and providing for people and also our hospitals and our nurses and everyone else involved in this. And I think that's just so, so important. But for this, this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about my move to just, you know, maybe get the air to be a little bit more clear in the room here. Um, I do want to cover my journey with zero waste and COVID-19 in a later podcast because I think that is very important to highlight. But I want to talk a lot about my move because I did write a blog about it, but I never spoke about it. So I wanted to cover that ground. So yeah, we moved out of Brooklyn. It was cool. Uh, Brooklyn was a really nice experience for me in a way that I got to experience a lot of different neighborhoods and I got to see a lot of things and a lot of my friends do live in Brooklyn. So I was closer to a lot of the people I hang out with, which was a plus. Um, However, I was really far away from work. So it kind of made sense for me to move into Manhattan. And I did end up, I did realize that I spent so much time here because I love the restaurants here. There's just a lot more vegan restaurants here and my favorite bars are here and my favorite coffee shops are here and it it just kind of made sense for me to be here um, right now and I do love Central Park so I didn't want to spend as much time commuting to it because now it's closer but beside all of that I when when I realized that I really was moving into this new place, the one or one thing I was very, very, very into was moving as zero waste as possible. Of, of course, moving is kind of wasteful, right? Like we have to pack up all of our stuff. Sometimes like people I feel like don't even bring half of the stuff they, they own. And I did that when I moved from Denver to Miami. Like I didn't bring a lot of the things that I... I I bought when I was in Denver and that's okay, but I didn't want to do that again. I really wanted to use everything I had and bring all of that stuff to my new place. So let's start with transportation. Like how the hell do you move all of this crap? Well, I don't have a car. I'm happy about that. I'm very grateful. I don't have a car. So I had to rent a truck, you know, Um, Jack did a lot of the legwork there. He got all of that stuff done. It was fantastic. So we ended up moving the tr- renting a truck um, to fit all of our stuff in. We did have to, and we ended up making two trips because, to be quite frank with you, we um, we just ran out of space and like had to make a second one, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Um, I think I have retained most of the things that I had in that apartment. Some things that I did not, that I either listed on eBay or like donated um, to like a very local uh, place, by my old place. I probably had a double of, like I did have to compost, not compost, I recycled my old currants because they were really stained and really scratched up by Quincy. I ended up donating that to um, the green market here in Union Square. Um, And I think a lot of those threads do get used for insulation. So at least I was very happy about that. I'm trying to think of another thing that we donated. Um, There really wasn't that much. that, That was the primary thing that I can think of. We used the old curtain rod to put in the living room, so that's a plus. All of our plants made it here. I have had quite a hard 
winter with my plants, I will be honest. Um, the money tree is looking a little bit damp, and I don't know if it's representing the world, everything that's happening in the world right now, uh, including currency, but that's for another day. Um, let's see. All of the boxes. Let's let's move on to the boxes. So the boxes, I really did not want to rent. One, they're expensive. Two, super wasteful. I know that some places here do sell those, rent those like plastic boxes that you can like fold over and then they all look symmetrical, cool and all. But again, kind of wanted to avoid the plastic aspect of it. So decided to literally collect recycled boxes from all over my neighborhood. I'm not kidding. Um, the night before we were packing all of our crap and I'm pretty sure Jack went dumpster diving. No, we both did because we went to this one recycling bin and then there was like a bunch of recycling there, but also trash because people don't know how to like recycle clearly. And we were like, oh, because we are pretty sure that we saw an animal move in there. So we were like, let's just kind of avoid this area. But all of our boxes came from our downstairs recycling or boxes just dumped on the street around like our place around our street, which is Maybe sounds gross to you, but that is true recycling and reusing. Because those boxes were already created. They existed. So I just used what was already there. And that made me feel amazing. I think that's my biggest victory from our move is just kind of acknowledging that fact that we were able to do so because that was huge. Um, as far as closing the boxes, like I clearly had to seal them because otherwise all of our stuff would have been dangling everywhere. I actually ended up uh, using paper tape. Paper tape is recyclable, so that was kind of a really big win for me. As far as fragile items and things like glassware, I packed it very tightly around my clothing. So I use my clothing as padding. I'm like, well, I already have all this crap. What do I do with it? I pack it into my clothes. So that was a huge save as well because I wasn't, I didn't have to buy newspaper or search for it. Clearly, I already searched off of the boxes. So I didn't want to do that with the newspaper. And I avoided that. And we were so, so lucky to have friends that came and helped us out to move. Um, that from them was just incredible. We did end up hiring two two task rabbits to help us move things up the stairs in our new place because we do live on the fourth floor and we are living in a building that was built in 1920. So <laughs> the stairs are quite steep. They're marble. They're very heavy to step on or they're like kind of like there's no like shock when you step on them. Like you feel every step. So we were able to do that. And uh, I don't know if you've ever used Tass Rabbit, but it's very helpful and it's not that expensive. So definitely try it next time. My only caveat with that is like, I, I guess I would say that I probably would have hired more if we knew really how much stuff we had. Because you know what? When you move, you realize all of the things you have and a lot of the things you really don't need. But you do realize that. So... That gets a little bit annoying at times, but hey, we do what we do. For the new place, um, some people suggested like, well, you know, you can buy a pillow or like a decoration to spice up your new place. Completely agree with that, but also kind of wanted to stay on the 
more of a budget side when I moved in. So I actually didn't end up buying a bunch of things, but some of the things that I want to highlight that I did purchase, even though some are still on the way here because it just takes a while now with everything going on, but I bought a used cart. We really wanted to have a bar cart in our new place. Um, Jack has a lot of very, very cool and... Uh, special beer glasses he loves to display them um we both do like craft beer so um i wanted to kind of put them in a place where it'd be really cool to display them and we also kind of have a smaller kitchen now not size wise but more of like a cabinet space wise so we went ahead and got a cart um this cart was originally from west elm somebody in chelsea area um, didn't want it. They just like listed on this website called Cherish. It's a lot of the items on there are like not accessible at all because they're just so expensive. I'm talking about $30,000 couches that are like vintage. Um, but this bar card was like a perfect price. And then the guy dropped it right when I was trying to buy it, the price. So I got it for a really great price. Um, so shout out to Cherish. So I went out, went ahead and picked it up here and turned out he lived on the same street as me, but just like on a different side of the of the island. So I did that. That was great. The card is perfect. Couldn't ask for anything else. But also we needed new curtains because the other ones, like I said, were like disgusting. That I did have to purchase new. I'm not happy about it. And um, I did purchase them from West Elm. I know people might frown upon that, um, but they were sh like a really good sale, which uh, there's a lot of issues with that, I know. But um, they are fair trade. They're like organic cotton and linen blend. Um, there's no plastic in them. They actually came wrapped in a ribbon that's compostable. Again, not a huge fan of West Elm or, you know, anything that's like super out there and that's not niche, but... Um, for budgeting purposes, because I already spent so much money, I could only do so much. And I went ahead with something that was still kind of a sustainable item, but maybe not the best, not the best item as far as tracking their sustainability. So I'm going to say that because I need to say that, but I wanted to really show you here that, you know, we're not all perfect and we do what we can. So in the current case, I did what I can because I needed three curtains. So there's that. There's my current story. Um, as far as anything else I bought, we did end up just recently purchasing a bidet. I'm super excited about it because I realized that even though we were buying a TP from like a very sustainable brand who gives a crap, I still realized that resources still have to come from that. And I kind of wanted to curb my waist even more. So I went ahead and got a bidet. It's not going to arrive for like another two weeks, I don't think. Just because they're so backed up, which is so amazing that they are. I'm so happy that people are, you know, waking up to the fact that a lot of the toilet paper is from virgin. Um, it's made from virgin wood pulp. So you know, curbing that waste there is very crucial for me. And also bidets like last you like forever and it's like water and it's like way better for the environment. So very excited about it. We'll definitely let you know how it goes when I receive one. 
whenever it is, really. Um, so got a bidet. Again, very excited. I'm trying to think what else I bought. The only thing I have not yet bought that I think I do really need is a dish rack. My old place had a dishwasher. Honestly, kind of used it a lot because I was able and I like really stuffed the dishwasher. Like it was always super full with um, dishes whenever I ran it. But we don't have one here, so it's been a little bit uh, scary because. We do produce, I feel like, a lot of dishes, even though now we're, like, doubling on the dish. Like, if I use it for breakfast, I probably might use it for lunch. But still, um, because we're doing so many dishes, um, I need a dish rack just because I'm not able to, like, hold all of that and clean dishes properly. I have been looking on a lot of at a lot of items on, like, eBay that are secondhand. So I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of hope there. So again, I'll let you know where that takes me, but that's that's what I have for now there. Overall, I would say that my move has been pretty sustainable. I have barely bought anything new at all. I've been really using reusing my resources and just having using anything I can possibly have again and again and again. And as far as my furniture, I don't think I got rid of like anything. I've kept everything because I feel like I'm finally to a point where I do like most of the things in my house. And although every week I do try to find something that I don't like, but for the most part, I think I'm finally in a space that the things I have, I want to keep. Yeah, I just talked a lot. Uh, (laughs) I hope this information kind of might line your mood. Um... I know we're living through like a really weird time right now. And for me, any type of laughter is really, really helpful. And just to mention Love is Blind, I did watch that because I've been (laughs) at home cooped up. But, you know, I think during this time we can find any anything to laugh at with every laughter, you know, your mood lifts up. And I think that at this point we should really capitalize on that. Of course, you can find this podcast, whatever you're listening to. You can find some more information on my blog, ingraintheplanet.com. You can find me on Instagram. I'm newly on TikTok, so you can definitely find me on there. Same handle for everything, ingraintheplanet, making it easy for all of y'all. Let me know if you have any questions, uh, comments, suggestions, whatever you have. um, And I look forward to hearing from all of you. Thanks, everyone. Bye.